What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Friday Wrap-Up. My name is Jack Graham. And I'm Mac Rikers. And in this episode, we wrap the week up with fun things, fun facts, interesting moments, teachable moments, and sometimes some questions. Yeah. Well, I'll go first because I feel like I've got a lot to say, as okay. usual. <laughs> go for it. Um, firstly, the most interesting thing I think that I've encountered so far this week is the Whoop band, which us, Jack and I, and all of our clients wear, has brought out a new feature that gives you suggestions on how much sleep you need and how much you should strain um, slightly based off your menstrual cycle, which is so cool because I feel like there is definitely no specific market for I guess exercise and women's training you know mm. like it's there's not much research there no. at all um, and they're actually investing a lot of money into paying for more research to be done around performance and the menstrual cycle yeah nice yeah it's pretty cool um, yeah and that shouldn't be underrated that sort of thing what you just said there like we've always talked about how whoop is you know, that's why we gift our clients a whoop because it is so useful for your health and fitness. Yeah. In like, not just exercise, but like every single aspect of your life, it's going to cover eventually. For a guy, PT training women, it is very awkward sometimes talking about their menstrual cycle. Yeah. And it's sometimes a hard topic to talk about. Um, people feel a bit weird about it, but it is so important in your training. You can't for women. You can't just go one hundred percent all month round. No, not at all. Like it's it, you're causing yourself so much damage. Yeah. And like I've said this before, Whoop is taking, you know, Whoop's almost taking the PT or the coach out of the equation. You can literally yeah. just put a Whoop on your wrist, follow what it says, and you will be a healthier, fitter, stronger, better looking person. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. If only it could tell you what to eat, then it would be like the ultimate, like we're done. We're out of a job. It's the ultimate coach. It almost does. It's almost there, I reckon. Yeah. It's almost there. Um, Okay, cool. So still on the whoop train, um, I was reading a study that they published this morning um, about sleep and alcohol around the holidays. And I thought it was super interesting because we've been talking about the holidays and Christmas a lot with our clients lately because everyone's starting to do things. Um, yeah, so essentially they analysed 25,000 US WHOOP members and they looked at their sleep time, wake time, duration of their sleep, the consistency of their sleep and the alcohol consumed. Mm-hmm. So that's a decent amount of people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the majority of the people that they analysed drink on every single holiday. So that's like a public holiday, like vacation Christmas holidays, Thanksgiving, anything like that, they yep. drink on every single holiday, mm-hmm. um, except for New Year's Day. I thought that was funny because <laughs> everyone's so hungover because it's yeah. a public holiday. I forget that New Year's Day is a public holiday. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so the average increase of alcohol consumption was 46%. Shit. Right? That's only half. Yeah. Um, that's not even the craziest part. So the holiday with the greatest behavior change is... New Year's Eve, obviously, mm-hmm. I feel like start of a new year. But when I was reading this, I was thinking, who actually wants to wake up the first day of the year hungover? Forty. Forty-six percent. Yeah. 
Um, anyway, and then followed closely followed by Thanksgiving and then Christmas. So on New Year's Eve, the bedtime variability on average, so across all these people, average, they go to bed an hour and a half later and wake up an hour and 18 minutes later mm. and they consume 138% more alcohol than any other day. 138%. On average. So that's across, that's not one person, that's across the board. On average, that's how much more alcohol they consume for New Year's. Or, yeah, it's crazy, right? And then just to like a regular, just to compare it to a regular holiday, so like Monday public holiday, mm. um, people generally sleep 16, go to bed 16 minutes later, wake up 25 minutes later, um, and drink 37% more alcohol. So that's not as bad, but that just puts it in perspective, like your average Monday holiday versus New Year's yeah. <laughs> Christmas. Wow. Isn't that crazy? It's New Year's. It's just like a excuse just to... Lose it. Lose everything. Um, yeah. And I guess just <laughs> why I'm telling you this, I suppose, is because sleep plays such a, such a, such a big role in your health and alcohol like messes it up mm. so bad. So there's research around daylight savings and like holidays show an increased risk in car crashes, workplace injuries, heart attacks, and lower overall immunity. Yeah. Because on holidays you're drinking, you're sleeping all different times, like, mm. and daylight savings and holidays are the same i didn't even think about it like that yeah like i have heard a lot this year about how people are hating on daylight savings Mm. but yeah um the only plus side i guess is that we sleep more when we're on holidays (laughs) but you drink more so it doesn't it's like you need more sleep to recover yeah um wales is 138 percent more yeah it's crazy right yeah i suppose maybe you don't get drunk much and then you just lose it all for new years yeah that makes sense, I guess. Another interesting stat fact that I heard on a podcast today was um, that only 12% of Americans are considered metabolic- metabolically healthy. Is yeah. that, is that, that's insane. 12% mm. of Americans. That's such a small amount. That's like, I think it was like one in eight people are considered. Yeah, well, that works both ways. For the, So... I'm assuming it means that so if you're metabolically healthy you've got you're eating at maintenance and being healthy at maintenance yeah. but what they're saying is most people are either under eating yeah. to the point where it's unhealthy or overeating to the point where it's unhealthy yeah, 100% and only what 8% 12% 12% of so the population are actually eating the right amount right amount yeah Wow. Doesn't that blow your mind? Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe there's not enough people to coach out there, but there is. <laughs> it's never. It's going to get worse, I feel. Um, so just metabolic health, I guess, if you don't know, is measured by the level of your blood sugar, triglycerides, cholesterol, blood pressure, and waist circumference. Mm. So all of those together determine your metabolic health. Yeah. And only 12% of people are in the healthy range. Wow. And that's it. America's got a huge population. Yeah. So I'd say Australia's probably 12% of their population. Like Australia's population is only probably 12% of America's population. So imagine what ours is. Yeah, even less. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, even the doctor that I was, whose podcast I was listening to was saying that she was like a 
traditional doctor, like she fixed problems once they arose. And the host was like, oh, why did you change to the line of work you do now? Which is help people understand how to be metabolically healthy. Yeah. Um, and she's like, because I just, I just like woke up one day and I was like, I'm just waiting for these people to get sick. Yeah. And then I'm fixing them. Like, what am I doing? And when I could be preventing it. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. That's good. There's a lot more doctors out there now realizing there's more money and there's more purpose in prevention rather than reaction. Yeah. So preventing people get, from getting sick instead of sitting in their chair waiting for them to walk in their office. Yeah. She said she had a patient and um, their cortisol, she went to the doctor and it came back that her cortisol was rising, but it wasn't at a dangerous level yet. And the doctor said, there's nothing we should do about it yet because it's not <laughs> dangerous enough to treat. Yeah. Like, what? Because <laughs> you can't have a pill yet. That's crazy. Um. Yeah, and but that, that sort of brings it like I think in the next five to ten years there's going to be massive differences in our in humans because you've just given us an example of whoop doing a study on twenty five thousand people yeah and to do that previously you would not you you there wouldn't be a study that you could actually do that with like they wouldn't that many even. People have to like when you sign up for whip obviously you agree to them using your data yeah so they don't even have to ask for permission they've just got it yeah and they can use all this data to do any sort of topic like that yeah and twenty five thousand people for one study is huge yeah i'm so excited to see what else they do yeah um so whilst we're on the metabolic um Health. health i want to sort of talk about red s oh yeah so i had a study come up the other day um, relatively new one as well, and it took into consideration, I think, oh, sports performance for female women athletes mm-hmm. over the last eight years or so, and it was, I think, let's just say roughly 2,000 people were studied. Yeah, I think that's right. Women. Yeah. Um, and it went into the effects of overtraining and undereating, basically, mm-hmm. and how badly that affects your body short-term and long-term. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it was done on athletes training more than 30 hours a week, but you could also say that for normal population, the effects aren't going to be as bad, but still minimal effects are still going to change your life dramatically. Yeah, for sure. Um, and we've said this one before, like if you're aging 1% more than everybody else each year, over 40 years you've aged 40% faster. Yeah, which is scary as. And you can't take that back. And this study just showed that how bad it was when you overtraining and undereating for long periods of time. Yeah. Now, obviously you need to do that to lose weight and all that sort of stuff, but maintaining that and doing that for long periods and, you know, Again, when the menstrual cycle comes into it and all that sort of stuff, pushing through all that sort of stuff, you've got the list of what it gives you there. You want I to just read wanna, those? Before I do that, I just want to like reiterate why it's important, obviously, to have a coach. Like I feel like mm. people just cut their calories and start exercising more by mm. themselves. And short term, you might not notice anything, but long term, it can have like worse effects than you not losing the weight in the first place yeah that's what sort of what i want to say with that post i put up in our group in our group chat um as your calories come down your intensity and volume needs to come down as well Mm. so what a lot of people get wrong they'll cut their calories and go and do higher intensity interval training yeah and really bad for you really bad so you're just separating the health benefits just even more and more and more yeah 
Um, so the symptoms yeah. for you guys to consider. Um, it's a very bad photo. Increased injury risk. So if you're hurting yourself in the gym, most likely more. Um, decreased training response. So you're not seeing results. From, Plateaus. Pla- yeah. All that sort of stuff. Um, impaired judgment. Decreased coordination. Decreased concentration. Irritability. Depression, decreased glycogen stores, decreased muscle strength, decreased endurance performance. Yeah. So if you have a look over that list, majority of them are your brain function. Yeah. So basically, if you're doing this for a long period of time, you're just deteriorating your brain. And at some point, it's going to deteriorate that much. You can't fix it. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to notice it until you know you hit that later Ages, yeah, and the damage is done. You can't fix it. Um, so, yeah, prevention I feel is better than any treatment. Yeah, and sometimes, and that's like Max said, having a coach is good for this because sometimes these symptoms are very hard to notice in yourself. Yeah, you might not, you might just get a niggle here and there, and you're like, yeah, whatever, and then your coordination goes off a little bit, or you're just not thinking right, and it's slowly and gradual, but. You might not notice, but other people around you notice. Yeah. And if you've got a coach actually working with you, then they're probably going to notice a bit more than Yeah, what like you a are. third party almost, someone yeah. that doesn't know you exclusively at home and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to bring that one up as well. Yeah, cool. Um, cool. Anything else? That's all I got today. Um, yeah, I think that I had one other analogy. We, we usually open with an analogy, but you oh, just sort true. of took it. So yeah, because I was excited. We're, we're going to finish with an analogy. So <laughs> the other week I sort of spoke about investing and health, how you know investing in money and finances is very similar to working out and working on your health and that sort of stuff. And I had a conversation with a friend the other day about cryptocurrency and investing in crypto. And he said the only way now to make money in crypto is – if you have a lot of money and you invest big, big amount, big amount of money into it, mm-hmm. and I feel like that is the mentality of people trying to, you know, cut the calories super hard and do high end. So you know, you can only get the results if you bet big. Yeah, and put all the effort into it. But um, now, and on the investment side, like now, it's even easier to start investing. And I strongly recommend everybody sort of does a little bit and start getting into it, no matter who you are, how old you are. You can start investing with $1. And everybody is, you know, skeptical. Why would I just invest $1? It's not much. I'm not going to get much return off it. But if you invest $1 and make $1, you've made a 100% return. Yeah. Yeah. So then if the next week you invest that $2 and get $2 back, it's still not big money. And you're not making big money. But if you're getting 100% return week on week... After a couple of years, you've got tens of thousands of dollars Mm -hmm. because of compounding interest. And obviously, you're not always going to get that 100% return. But if you start with $1 and start investing and only get $1 back, everybody goes, oh, that wasn't really worth it because it's so minimal. And it's the same with health and fitness. Like, you go do a one workout, you're not going to see results. Yeah, 100%. You need to do six months of working out to see some sort of results. And sort of when you get to the couple of year point when when you're working out, that's when you have serious results. You look good, you feel good, you move well, you have pain free and all that sort of stuff. So it's so hard to see results and stick with it because they're so minimal in the start. Yeah. But after a couple of years, you actually start to see those results. Same if you start investing with $1. In a couple of years, you're 
made tens of thousands of dollars. Have to be patient. I feel like humans are no longer patient because of the internet. Yeah, <laughs> Instant exactly. gratification is everywhere. Yep. Cool. So we'll end it there. Yep. Awesome. As always, if you've enjoyed this episode, make sure you screenshot it, share it on your social media stories and tag us. And that'll do. Make sure you head over to our website. That's what I was going to say. Um, we've got a lot of good content coming out on our mailing list. If you're not on there, like obviously if you listen to these episodes, you actually care about your health and fitness. So you need to jump on our mailing list because we send out so much good content on there. Oh, I've got the whole month of December planned and it is like packed full of good stuff. Yeah. So instead of just getting, you know, seeing a post here and there on social media about stuff that actually helps you, you actually get one email a week with jam-packed full of stuff, um, resources, all this sort of stuff to help you on your health and fitness journey. And it's all free. It's on the mailing list. And you to get on there, you download something for free as well. So freebies you, everywhere. So if you head to our website, institucollective.com slash free and download one of our free resources, you'll end up on the mailing list anyway. Or just scroll down to the bottom page, enter your details, and you're on the list. And you won't, won't regret it. A lot of good content in there. Looks good as well. Yep. Very eye-pleasing. You're welcome. And brain-pleasing. <laughs> um, done. That's all I wanted to say. I did want to say that start, Thank but you. Yeah, I just took over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Have a good weekend, and we'll talk to you all again next week. Oh, guest episode coming oh, out Tuesday. on Tuesday. Make sure you hit subscribe and follow so you don't miss that one. It's going to be a good one. It is. All right. Catch you later.